Northern Ireland. Some describe it as a country, a province, or a region which is part of the United Kingdom, northeast of the island of Ireland. Now, Northern Ireland shares a border to the south and west of Ireland. Now, in 2011, its population was 1,800,863, which is about 30% of the island's total population and about 3% of the UK's population. And it was established in 1998 by the Northern Ireland Act of 1998 as part of the Good Friday Agreement. Now, the Troubles were an ethno-nationalist conflict in Northern Ireland in the late 20th century. Some also called it the Northern Ireland Conflict. Some people described it as sort of a war, a low-level war. And this conflict began in the 1960s, and some people say that it ended with the Good Friday Agreement of 1998. Now, the Troubles particularly took place in Northern Ireland, but the violence did spill over into other parts of the Republic of Ireland and England. And Operation Demetrius was a British army operation in Northern Ireland on the 9th and 10th of August in 1971. During this, there were 342 people suspected of being involved with what was called the IRA, the Irish Republican Army, and that was waging an armed conflict for United Ireland against the British state. Now, in Operation Demetrius, the British government armed soldiers launched raids throughout Northern Ireland. There were four days of violence in which 20 civilians, two IRA members, and two British soldiers were killed. All of those people who were arrested during Operation Demetrius were Irish nationalists. And the majority of them were in fact Catholic. Now, some of the evidence, they found out that the intelligence that they received was not that good. In fact, they found out that the majority of the people didn't have links to the IRA. And then a lot of people were interned, put in jail in 1973 as a result of Operation Demetrius. Now, according to Wonderopolis, the human body, adult body, has... 4.7 to 5 liters, that's either 1.2 to 1.5 gallons of blood. And an average child with a body weight of at least 80 pounds will approximately have half that amount. And we know for a fact that blood 
carries out many functions of the human body. According to the Bible, Christians partake in the Holy Communion in remembrance of the body and the blood of Jesus that was broken and poured out at the cross. So blood, needed for life, also can be shed at death. This is a paradox. And a definition of a paradox. A situation or a person or a thing that combines contradictory features or qualities. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Welcome to the Stephen Thompson Experience. My name is Stephen Thompson and this is my experience. I'm a teacher, writer, podcaster, YouTuber, musician, a husband, a father, a man of faith. I believe that I owe a debt to people who went before me. People whose stories haven't been told or have been ignored. Each episode of the Stephen Thompson Experience is dedicated to my love of music and my commitment to honoring unknown or forgotten figures in history. And hopefully... I contribute something positive to the world. This is my experience. Sunday Bloody Sunday is a rock band track by the band U2. It was on their 1983 album War. And it was released as the third single on March 21st, 1983. And Sunday Bloody Sunday is known for its militaristic drumbeat. And U2... YouTube, not YouTube. YouTube. This is called one of their most political songs. And the lyrics describe the horror that is felt by someone who is experiencing the troubles that I talked about earlier. This song, along with New Year's Day, helped YouTube, YouTube, meet and receive. A wider audience. In fact, this song is a is a staple of U2's live performances. And Bono talks about this song. In an interview, he said this when he was talking about the troubles and the problems in Northern Ireland. And this is quoting Bono from an interview he did. And let me tell you something. I've had enough of Irish Americans who haven't been back to their country in 20 or 30 years come up to me and talk about the resistance, the revolution back home, and the glory of the revolution, and the glory of dying for the revolution. Bleep the revolution. They don't talk about the glory of killing for the revolution. What's the glory in taking a man from his bed and gunning him down in front of his wife and children? Where's the glory in that? Where's the glory in bombing a Remembrance Day parade of old age pensioners? Their medals taken out and polished up for the day. Where's the glory in that? To leave them dying or crippled for life or death under the rubble of a revolution that the majority of the people in my country don't want no more. That's what Bono said in an interview. So there, there was a idea of a revolution. But then there was the acts of devastation that also occurred on Sunday Bloody Sunday. And here are some lyrics I want to focus on. And it's true we are immune. When fact is fiction and TV reality, and today the millions cry. We eat and drink while tomorrow they die. The real battle has just begun. Sunday Bloody Sunday. To claim the victory Jesus won. Oh, Sunday, bloody Sunday. Yes, yeah, Sunday, bloody Sunday.
the idea of sacrifice and blood to win a victory. Just let that sit for a minute. Blood, victory, and then there's Jesus in there, which is known for compassion. So there's sacrifice involved. But is there sacrifice to benefit others or sacrifice to benefit you? But if it's to benefit you, the sacrifice cannot be for other people. Let's talk about some sacrifice and a person who, who suffered and sacrificed and achieved victory. Her name is Alice Coachman. And Alice Coachman was born on November 9th, 1923 in Albany, Georgia. She was one of ten children, and she was raised in the middle of the segregated South. And she was often not given the opportunity to either train or compete in organized sports events. So, since she wasn't allowed as an African-American woman to compete, well, she just made things up on her own. She ran barefoot in fields and on dirt roads, and she used old equipment to improve her ability to jump high. She was a high jumper. And then while she was at uh, Madison High School in Georgia, Harry Lash was a boys' track coach, and he noticed Alice. And Alice ended up going to the 1948 Olympics. And at the time, she did a high jump leap that was a record-breaking height of 5 foot 6 and 1 eighth inches. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that jump made her the first African-American woman, woman to win an Olympic gold medal. And after that, Alice went on to support other young athletes and also other older retired Olympic athletes and veterans through the Alice Coachman Track and Field Foundation. You see, when bad things are done to us, we can respond compassionately. In fact, we're wired for compassion. In fact, decades of clinical research has shown that in fact we suffer, but also on the bright side, human suffering is also accompanied by beautiful acts of compassion by people who want to relieve it. Department of Labor Statistics said several years ago that 26.5% of Americans volunteered because they wanted to help alleviate suffering. But we often wonder, well, what prompts somebody to work at a homeless shelter or stop on the highway in the rain to help a person with their vehicle broken down? or to show compassion towards a stray animal, or to deliver food to the elderly, or to make lifestyle choices to help other people go into certain careers. 
Well, science supports this. There was a study done by David Rand at Harvard University that shows that adult and children's first impulse is to help others. And then there's other research done by Francesca Rigetti at the University of Amsterdam that says again, our first impulse is to help other people. Dale Miller at Stanford's Graduate School of Business said that it's also in the case of adults that we're wired to help other people first. That's our impulse. So we are a people who can choose compassion and can act compassionately. And that's the paradox. Sunday Bloody Sunday. When Bono sings, claim the battle, the victory that Jesus won. Bono is circling back to the idea that Jesus sacrificed for us that he died so that we can live. And that is hardwired into us, that we are hardwired to act with compassion. And if you are a person of faith or if you are not a person of faith, if you are a person of faith, that supports and strengthens your faith. If you're not a person of faith and you look to lean to science, science supports compassion. So there you have it. It's not an either or. It's a both and and. We can move forward as a society by choosing to be compassionate. In the face of fear, we can choose compassion. In the face of anxiety, we can choose compassion. So this week, regardless of your situation, if you have the strength, the ability, the health to help someone else, choose to do it. If you are a person who is in need of compassion, someone will come to you and help you. Because there is both a time to give to others and there's a time to receive from others. And I know right now in my life, I am at a point where I have the ability to give to others. And I have an obligation to give to others. If you have good health, if you have your wits about you, if you have strength, if you have the ability to earn an income, you have an obligation to give to other people. That is what we can do. Thank you for listening to the Stephen Thompson Experience. I believe that our society advances when all of us are using our strengths, gifts, talents, and to help others. There is so much good to do in the world. Find your project. Make your art. Do good. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.